Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. How are you? Great. Me Summertime. Too. World Cup time. What's that? <laughs> you know what the World Cup is. How excited are you? I'm pretty excited. How are you? Yeah. Are you, yeah. you excited? You, I feel like it's been a slow build for you. I th- I'd be more excited if the USA were in it, I'd say. Does it hurt you to say that since you're not really a huge USA fan? Well, you are. I am. You are. Yeah. yeah. Um, you didn't watch USA France the other day. That's true. I did. Second half. Yeah. It was remarkable. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much a full-strength French squad. I just don't think... I think if it was a real tournament, we would have just been destroyed by them. But we're not here to talk about the USA because right now they're, <laughs> not wor- they're not worthy of us being talked... They're not worthy of being talked about, the national team. We're here to talk about the World Cup. Should we dive straight in? Yeah, I first I want to know how much are you going to be able to watch? So I'm working three days a week during the summer. Yeah. Um, I'll spend most of the time watching. I'll be watching a lot when I'm not doing that. Yeah, and those during those days when you're working, you won't be able to watch. No. You'll keep up a little bit on your yeah. phone or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing there will be very good highlight coverage later in the day for people like you. Yeah, def- most definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, in it, I, I know you're going to go through the groups now and tell me your predictions, yes, to some degree. Mm-hmm. But can I just ask you generally? Who's gonna, who do I think is going to win? No, 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 no. I, I want to know not even, uh, not specifics. I just want to know generally like what you're looking forward to seeing. It's a, it's a, it only, it's a big deal. Like general storylines or? Storylines, but also, look, you're only 17 years old. This yeah. happens only every four years. Yeah. So this is, you have a lot more knowledge and cognizance of it since the last, uh, yeah. you know, so... Um, for most excited I am to see him just because I see Messi in probably his last World Cup. Mm-hmm. I hope he can win it. I, I think it's unlikely because I think he has little to no help from our, his team. But I saw a stat today: the last time in a competitive, like official game, the Argentina scored a goal and it wasn't scored by Messi. Can you guess how long it's been? <laughs> just guess. A year and a half. From... Yeah, about nineteen months. Wow. And that one was assisted by him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Um... I know he's obviously your kind of, yeah. you know. Let's get to him later. Okay. I don't. I don't want to make it another messy episode. All right. So let's dive straight in. Group A. Group A. Uruguay, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and the hosts, Mother Russia. Tough group. Should we go from the bottom up? I think. Sure. I think last place is pretty clear. It's going to be Saudi Arabia. Okay. I'll go back to, up to the top. I think most people think Uruguay will most likely win the group. They're usually the best team. Luis Suarez, one of the best players in the world. What do you mean day. they're usually the best team? They're easily the best easily team the in this team. group. Okay. Yep. Um, then it goes down to Russia and Egypt. Mm-hmm. On paper, Egypt is better. A lot of it will depend on Mo Salah. I think he will be healthy, it seems. What's the latest? He should be good to go in Uruguay against Uruguay for the first game. That's the first match. What's the date? Is it like two days in? I think it's the second day. Because Russia's Russia Saudi Arabia the yeah. first day. Yeah. I think Russia's going to beat Egypt second. I think Egypt's a better team. But I think Mosalah, I don't think he's fully fit, which without him, they're not very much. And I think Russia, I don't think Putin will let his people and his team not go through. I think, I don't think he's going to get involved. I just don't think Russia will not go through at home. How? I think the home wh- field advantage will be what too are much. The, what are the channels by which that happens? Is it purely home field advantage? I think it's that. Honestly, I don't want to get political here, but. Why not? I will. I feel like Putin might do a little backroom dealing or threatening, that don't didn't, you? That didn't take much urging. Yeah. Don't, don't I don't want to get political. Why not? Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think Putin might do a little something. So I don't. Th- I don't think he. It all comes to. That. Well, I think we Russia- know. We know that FIFA is incorruptible. <laughs> <laughs> Very. Yeah. So there's no way that a briefcase yeah. full of cash could. Yeah. Uh, um, I for our World Cup episode for Freak Radio, yeah. I was told by Simon Cooper, who you know, that it was quite. 
not just possible, but not it wouldn't be that surprising for um, a, a ref to be bought off, even in the World Cup. Yeah, I say so. And for lesser teams, especially who are already maybe out of the group, to throw a match. Yeah, by a certain. I say so. Isn't that depressing to it is to love a sport where corruption is so likely or possible? It is. I. I. It definitely is. Um. So yeah, I think those are the key things to do. But but no, going back to that, I think there was an incident in '94. I want to say that was when it was in America. Correct. Yeah, where you know the Colombian defender scored an own goal. He was murdered by a cart betting a cartel for because they lost him a bet. So I guess that was not an intentional. Owner. No, it wasn't. But it's just a little story. <laughs> either that, there were yeah. two cartels, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Group B, I think, is the exciting group. Hang on, sorry. Go back one second. So Uruguay, you're saying easily goes through as yeah. probably as the number one, and then it, Saudi Russia Rabbit definitely doesn't. Yeah, then I think Russia it's Russia, Russia second, Egypt, third. Okay, who who would you most like to see go through in that group? You want Uruguay because of Suarez, Suarez I assume. yeah. Do you care much about Russia versus Egypt as a team, players wise? I don't like either of them. Um, I don't have anything particular against Egypt as an as a democracy loving American. I'm not the biggest fan of the country of Russia. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying that with somebody, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't really care about this group too much. Okay. Even Suarez. All right, fair enough. Group B is an exciting group. It's Spain and Portugal and Morocco and Iran. Wow. So the so, ob- I, even I can tell who should go through. Yeah, there. I think Spain's gonna win it. I think they'll walk away with it. I think Iran will be last place. Portugal, I think they could go two ways. They, could, they have a Ronaldo, obviously. They have a lot of great young players. I think they could be a dark horse, or I think they could flop like they did in the past World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll go through second, second, but Morocco is a lot of people and one of mine dark horses. They have a solid overall team. They have one of the best defenders in the world, arguably, or up there, Mehdi Benadia. They have an extremely exciting young and tacky player, Hakim Ziyech. And they could give Portugal trouble. I don't think they give them enough trouble to go through, but it's a, it's a possibility. By the time they play, in fact, by the time some people hear this episode, uh, Morocco will have either been named or not named. When the, is the announcement again? It's supposed to be the 13th, which is Wednesday, the day before. Yeah. The it's looking match. like we might be getting it. I think I saw the inspection of DC, the official thing, said we are far more fit to host it. Right, right. But yeah. Um, the other thing, I have a question. I know, I don't understand how the pots are chosen for the groups from which yeah. the groups are chosen. But is it not strange that Spain That's and Portugal are in the first group in the group and, together? Oh, I was thinking uh, and Morocco, yeah, and yeah. Morocco and Iran. I, I thought you were going to say about geographics. Um, well, I'm thinking Spain and no. Portugal share the the uh, the Iberian Peninsula. Is that not? Oh, no. Um, I'm not. I think it's just European. That's it. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I'm not sure. There also is a pot for better teams. I w- I would think that Portugal and Spain would be in the same pot, right? Because Spain. Is one of the best teams, not because Portugal's necessarily one of the best, but I would think they'd get a bonus for winning the Euros. Do they? I guess not. Yeah. I don't really remember. Okay, so you think from that, Spain and Portugal go through, but maybe Morocco sneaks in at more Portugal's expense. Now, wasn't wasn't it Spain who totally flamed out at last World Cup? Like, didn't win a match in in the group? Or maybe they, won their they won last, the last one? one against Australia. Oh boy! They lost five one. I think it was over to the Netherlands. RVP's diving header, and then they lost to Chile. Wow! Well, that's a much tougher group than this. Yeah, yeah. Presumably, yeah. yeah. Presumably. Um, how hard are you pulling for Spain? Well, I think they're probably my second. I don't know who my second choice would be to win. Who's Honestly, your first choice? You know, Argentina oh, is your first. Oh, wait, I thought, I thought France you loved. I love France. I like Spain for Iniesta. I don't want to see Ramos lifting any kind of trophy ever again. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I assume Spain has more Barca players than France, although France has a few. Yeah. Yeah. Spain have must have couple, four or five, right? The stars off the top of my head, I think PK, Alba, and Yesta Busquets. And hopefully Tiago. Ah. Hopefully I would do anything <laughs> when we come back to Barca. Uh, okay. Group C, France, Denmark, Peru, Australia. That's the order I think it'll finish in. Mm-hmm. France, Denmark, Peru, Australia. Um, France... I think on paper, they might be the most talented squad or at least the most exciting. In the World Cup, not in this group. Yeah. Maybe not in the World Cup. I think, I think they're most exciting. They're the team I'm looking most forward to watching. Talk, talk about why. Who I, and why. Griezmann, who may be coming to Barca. Actually, tomorrow, this might be... Tomorrow, this, we're recording Monday night. He has a press conference scheduled to address his future at, at Atletico Madrid. I think he's not going to say he's coming to Barca. I think the only definitive thing he could say is, I'm definitely staying. But without any announcement for any sort of the club, either of the clubs, I don't think he's going to be able to say I'm leaving for sure for Barca. But can I hijack this conversation for yeah. one second? Um, yeah. Speaking of the French league, um, there was a big announcement of a coaching change that affects yes. us. You want to talk about that for a moment? Our beloved Patrick Vieira has left our beloved NYCFC for Nice. We're very happy for him. You know, it's one thing I love about football culture is that I know when you're someone say it's not always true. What leaves for a bigger team. I know a lot it's of the not time always it's not true. true. I know it's not always yeah. true, but there's not an ill will. Like no, the first, like your first instinct was not to say, "Damn, we had a great yeah. manager and we're going to miss him." It was to say, "That's a great step for him." Yeah, but it, yeah, but it's I'm helped also, because <laughs> today the NASA NYCFC has hired Dominic Torrent. Uh, last eleven years, he's been Pep's Pep Guardiola's assistant: Barca, Bayern, and Man City. Wow, he's a great tactician. He's known to be. He's wanted to have his own head coaching, head managing role for a while, and I'm really excited to have him. I think it's going to be a great appointment. That is a great pedigree. I, I think I mean, it's. I think NYCFC's uh, management, the organization, it's unbelievable. I think moving within 18 hours of the announcement or 24 mm, hours. Well, I would think that they probably actually had him. Probably, but still, go, how fast? Um, I think it's unbelievable. Was the Vieira um, move unexpected or not at all? It was pretty expected, but it wasn't positive yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because the leagues are obviously out of sync. MLS plays a yeah. different schedule. I'm also just, again, still being on a tangent. I apologize. But how will the 2022 World Cup in Qatar, which has to be played during the winter, yeah. that's going to really scramble schedules, yes? Yeah, I'm, schedules. I'm not thinking there yet, but yes, it's a problem. <laughs> I read an amazing article this morning in the New York Times about the current FIFA president whose name is... Uh, Gianni Infantino, I yeah, think. Yeah, thank you. Um, president or whatever he's yeah. called. And that he had, he had sponsors or investors who wanted to create two new huge level competitions. Yeah. But there's a lot of controversy yeah. over it. So what would that be? At a be? club or a country level? It didn't club. say... I don't think it said so. Honestly, I was thinking I, I wouldn't bother. I don't bother reading that stuff. I think it's also just fun speculation. Really? Well, yeah. this sounded way more than speculation, but it sounded like a lot of the FIFA members did not want it to yeah. happen because it would change the way power and yeah. money were split up. What if you were going to create one more big spectacle tournament? What would it be? Well, the ideal thing everyone wants is a year of Super League. I don't know how realistic that is. It's exciting. You're smiling and nodding your head right now. Um, what's happening internationally for international teams, I think after the World Cup, at least it's happening in Europe, it's called the International League of Nations for just European national teams. It's Instead of just having pointless friendlies played, there are going to be like different tiers and different leagues of the best second best whatever teams, and they're playing like for a trophy, like a league tournament, which I'm really excited to hmm. see. 
Did I ever tell you my? Did, did we talk about it on the show? My idea about interleague play. Yeah, I don't remember. Tell me again. All right, just imagine year one, the Premier League and La Liga play against each other. So it, it, your thirty-eight team schedule, right? Yeah. You still play everyone in your league once, but now you play everybody. I guess everybody but one opponent in the other league as well. When. <laughs> It's just a regular season. It's just it's just feathered in. So instead of playing Deportivo twice, you play Deportivo oh, and Chelsea. Instead of playing, I get it. Mm. And you rotate little, leagues. Wow, you rotate leagues. You Sounds pick, fun, but a little crazy. Let's get back to the World Cup. It is a little crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I think France. I think they're exciting. Dembele, Mbappe, Griezmann. I think Denmark's good. They might rely too much on Christian Eriksen, but we'll see how that goes. What, is, what do you mean by that? They what don't like, have much talent besides him. I don't think. Pione Sisto could be good, but that's it really. Uh, Group D, Argentina, Nigeria, Iceland, and Croatia. I think Argentina will nab the top spot with Messi dragging them there. I think it could go either way, two through four. I think Croatia being the second strongest on paper with Rakitic, Modric, great team, will nab second. I think Nigeria in third, Iceland in fourth, but it could go either anyway. That looks like a relatively strong group. I'd say so, but yeah. But not group of deathy. There isn't a real distinct group of death this time. Right. I, I was looking say. at Group F as tough, but group I F mean, is not tough. Real. Nah, it's not really. Yeah, I think there, there's no real group of death. Yeah, that's because they're missing Italy, Holland, and America. And Chile. And Chile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hate when people group America I mean, obviously, in those groups. Obviously, there is a group of death. We just don't know what it is yet. There's going to be some group that's much harder than, yeah. you know. I, the last group, which we'll get to a little, in a few, is the most even group for sure. Mm-hmm. Um then group E is one Hang on, that, sorry. So D, you see Argentina and Croatia? Yeah. But maybe Nigeria or no? Yeah. Maybe, definitely. Maybe Ice, Iceland, Iceland. Probably it. not. But group E is an exciting one. Brazil, Tell Serbia, Switzerland, Costa Rica. I think Brazil will take it. I think one of my dark horses, Serbia, will seek in a second. They're a really exciting young team with players such as Sergei Milinkovic-Savic, a great young midfielder on Lazio. Alexander Mitrovic of Newcastle, who had a great season on loan at Fulham. I think he's a great striker. I've always liked him. Um, and he and Sashas, Nemanja Matic. I'm really excited to see Andrija Zivkovic of Benfica. They have an exciting team. I think Switzerland's going to drop to third. I think they have great players. They're good on paper, but they just ne- aren't, don't do that well in tournaments always. How many dark horses do you have? Not that many. So who are not, they? Can you name them? I think Serbia's one. Some people, Morocco, not quite. Um, Belgium, Uruguay, Belgium doesn't count as a dark no, horse. No, they don't. I think Uruguay counts as a dark horse. Argentina doesn't quite count. Russia? Would you be <laughs> no. surprised if Russia... You wouldn't be shocked if Russia got through the group, though? No. Mm-hmm. No, a lot of people wouldn't be that shocked. I think Costa Rica in this group will slip to fourth. I think Kaylor really? Navas will help them as much as mm-hmm. he can, but I don't think they're going to go through. Okay. Um, yeah, then group F. What would you put the odds... What percent chance would you say Brazil has of not going through the group? Ten at the most. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think Germany's going to win Group F. I think Mexico is going to finish second. Sorry, can I back up? Ask a question. Brazil, yeah. um, I know, is a lot of people's favorites. Um, what has been the kind of um, Why? Sense, sense of yeah. team harmony and they, they like each other? Momentum, fun, they're coaching. Along well, I, everyone's loving Tite, the manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're behind Neymar as a team's leader. Um, yeah, I think, and back to Group F, I think Germany's going to win it. I think Mexico will finish second. Sweden third, South Korea fourth. I think Irving Lozano, I think, plays for PSV Eindhoven, I want to say. Um, in, in Holland, I think he's he's a great young attacker. He's going to go to a big club soon. I think he'll help Mexico get to second. Sweden, they've moved on from Zlatan. He's not playing. They're now Emil Forsberg's team. I think he's going to do really well. I think he could take him to second, but I don't think he will. 
You don't like Mexico? I don't. Why? They're our, USA's biggest rivals in soccer. I mean, what, it's a bloody rivalry. How would you describe their style generally? Dirty. They're dirty. <laughs> they're tough. They're tough. I'll mm-hmm. give them that. And they're, they're very good. If you were Mexican, you'd love it. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. How would you describe Germany's play at the moment? Efficient. Has it changed since the last World Cup? No, they're never that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. They just win. It's, I think it was Gary Lineker who said it famously. Football's a simple game. 22 men chase the ball around for 90 minutes at the end, the Germans always win. <laughs> Which isn't that wrong. <laughs> um, um, who's your favorite German player? I like him a, a lot. I would think t- it would be Tony Cruz if he didn't play for Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. I love Leroy Sané, who was surprisingly left out of the squad. Everyone was mm. shocked. Mm. Oh, of course. Oh, I, I can't believe I didn't realize. Mark Conde Ter Stegen. There you go. Yeah. He's starting or no? No, he was gonna, maybe, but I think I think they gave it to Norwich. I think it's the right choice. I really interesting. Even if Ter Stegen's been better this year and recently also because he's played more and been fit, no keep in the world has that fear factor one on one, like Neuer that's gonna make a player miss a one on one opportunity, mm. I think. Mm. I think Neuer's still the best keeper in the world when he's fit. Group G, uh, I think bottom up, Panama Tunisia, Panama. England, Belgium. You're saying that England is going through. Yeah, I don't want to be like an Englishman, but who gets so excited for every tournament and then they just do terribly. This is a good team. I think Gareth Southgate has them rejuvenated. I think they're young, new, fresh. I'm excited to see Sterling, Deli Ali. I'm really excited to see Harry Kane as a captain. I think Jamie Vardy's going to the World Cup, which is pretty exciting. I think they're a great young team. I think I don't think they're going to do that well overall. But I think they'll, they'll finish second. Uh, Belgium, it's time to see the, kind of the golden, golden generation so-called finally do something. I think De Bruyne is one of the best players in the world. I have no idea why Nainggolan was selected. No one knows. but hmm. uh, You were the first person I've heard in pre-World Cup commentary to sound that enthusiastic about England. But I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of good young players. Yeah. And if the mood is good, yeah. and you know, they don't, they're not weighed down by the history. Yeah, exactly. I think I think, and these guys, the young players, they seem like they, guys like Deli Ali, Raheem Sterling, they they just hear in one year or the other, though they don't care if people have to say they'll just speak on the pitch. Of the players that you named, they all play in the Prem. England's the one squad to have 100 percent of their players from wow. the domestic league. Interesting. Germany must be close. A lot of them are pretty close. Germany has a good well, amount. Well, obviously, uh, yeah. Kroos um, doesn't. Okay. Yeah, Urzel doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, then the last group, which I said is the most even group. Um, of Senegal, Poland, Japan, and Colombia. I think it's going to be Colombia first. I think they are slightly the best team. I think James Rodriguez will be immense in the World Cup again. I think Poland will get second. Lewandowski is going to be huge. Uh, they're going to miss their center back, Camille Glick, from I think Monaco is very good. Senegal in third. Mane is good, but I don't think he's good enough to get them into advancing. And Japan, I don't expect much from them. What's the opposite of a group of death? Group of life? Because look at Group H. Yeah. It's I, a good group. I, really? No. Colombia, Poland, Senegal, Japan. Colombia's a good team. Yeah, they're good. Poland's a good team. They're good. Senegal's fine and Japan's not. I, it's the most even group for sure. It's, yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know if I... Is there, anyone there that, is there anyone there that you could see making a semifinal? If anyone, Colombia. Yeah. I think the weakest group on paper is Group A. How's Thomas Rodriguez playing? He played well at Bayern this year. Yeah. He's on loan from Madrid. I think he's going to go there permanently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, so do you have some predictions overall I do. or is it too early for that? I do. I've been wrestling with who I think is going to win it. My heart's saying Argentina. Uh, My brain is kind of saying Argentina. Nah. I think I'm just. I think the main four favorites are Germany, Spain, Brazil, and France. Right. 
I'm changing every day. Right now, I'm thinking Brazil. I think Neymar. I think Neymar is the second most talented player in the world. I think if he had the attitude and the work ethic, he'd end up being top five, top ten of all time. I think he still could. I think based on pure talent, there have been very few players like him ever. Um, I think Gabriel Jesus is going to be unbelievable. I think right now I'm saying Brazil wins. Neymar, golden ball. Gabriel Jesus, golden boot. I think Spain could. I, a lot of teams could. There's no one clear favorite. Germany, obviously. I think Dembele is going to live up to the hype and prove everyone wrong, like you who dad him in Barca. See, I think it's going to be unbelievable. I think that France is going to go deep, maybe win it, or crash out early-ish, like around 16 or quarterfinals. And I think I think Salah will come back and he's going to be great, score a couple goals, but you just won't go through. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think so much conversation before the World Cup is predictions about who will win it? I mean, it's a natural, <laughs> yeah. it's a natural thing to do, know, but a- like in sport, it's funny because... We all do it, but what yeah. I really enjoy is hearing you talk about like the components of teams and yeah. the, the teams in a group and I think it's the dynamics. I think it's because it's a it's a month long tournament. It's short. You're there to win, and that's all everyone is really thinking. About. I think, yeah. And there, a lot of the talk isn't just about who wins; it's about the individuals, the tactics. But I think it's a it's a World Cup. You want to know who you think's going to win? I know, but also like the stories that happen during it end up being like. I don't want to say that like we don't remember so much that Germany won. Yeah, I mean, we do, and oh, you, you certainly remember that Argentina lost. <laughs> I remember lost. every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, um, there's so many things that happened during yeah, it. It's just course. an amazing uh, name. A good storyline from the last one. I, I, oh no, they're well, I mean, Ace. I mean, a good storyline from the last one was America. Yeah, we were good. One respect. Yes, that's and what now I we liked. now we threw it away. <laughs> we threw it all away. Thanks, Obama. Whatever respect we won we love Obama from that, here. we threw away that much, and then about half of another batch. Yeah. The best news, of course, about um, potentially hosting the 2022 in conjunction. Sorry, 2026. 2026 in conjunction with Canada and Mexico. But most of, of the matches be would be played yeah. here. Yeah. And the, also, it's a 64-team World Cup or 48. Sorry, 48. 48. But one of the best things about that, of course, is, is that we would we'll have be to qualify. Right. <laughs> Actually, I don't. No, I think we would automatically qualify because if three teams are hosting it. Well, if there's 48 teams, yeah. you can easily let three. Um, I hope. And then, you know, the Euros in 2020. I know none of those teams are automatically qualified. Yeah, obviously. that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. But that's being held in like 12 countries or yeah. something with England as the 13th with the semis and finals or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or 12 including England, I thought. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch yeah. it with you. I actually like the time zone. Um, yeah. Wake up at 6 a.m. to watch perfect. football. It's amazing. <laughs> is your, Smith, Stuart Hall. What's your favorite um, stage? Is it group stage because there are three games a day? I think so. Yeah. I think but so. then, you know, the single elimination. Yeah, that's, it's all fun. It's a World Cup. It's all great. <laughs> How strong are your memories of previous World Cups? The only one I remember well is 2014. Mm-hmm. I remember 2010 pretty well. We, it was a wide experience. We were in England for a lot of it. Right. Yeah, do you remember when we were we couldn't get the USA game on TV, the last game that. against Algeria? Yeah. The greatest moment in US soccer history happened. We were following it on the computer. Yeah. I when do Landon Donovan scored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of uh, we have several memories of um, yeah. being not having access to the sports uh, that we want to watch. Yeah, we've had some Steelers moments too. Some what Steelers, Steelers moments? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very tense. We yeah. haven't had many bad ones with Barca. That's true. The one I remember, we were flying back from, I think, France, and we were, it was the day of a Classico, the, the night, and we couldn't get 
the score. We had the the pilot told us the score <laughs> trying to find, because he was. I think he was he a Barca fan I too. I think he was. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember going to the 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 Pena in London? That was on that was fun. Boat. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, um, to everybody who listens, thank you for listening. Um, I hope everybody has a fantastic can I, can World I do, Cup. Can I end it? Please, I, we'll, yeah. we'll, both of us, especially me, are getting you guys a lot of content. The oh, World Cup. I would like to announce, if I may, yeah. that uh, on the um, Wednesday, the 13th of June at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, Freakonomics Radio will release... 11 p.m.? 11 p.m. Oh. Eastern Time on Wednesday night. Um, Freakonomics Radio will be releasing a World Cup episode that features many wonderful guests. Simon Cooper... Roger Bennett. And one not so wonderful. And one not so wonderful guest, Solomon Dubner. Thank so you. Um, so stay tuned for that. That should be uh, pretty good. We're still putting the finishing touches on that. Yeah. But then additionally, I had a conversation with Roger Bennett that will be a part of his new podcast, which is called American Fiasco. So Roger Bennett, if you don't know, uh, is a wonderful thinker, talker, writer about soccer. Uh, and he's half of Men and Blazers, and he's got a new podcast called uh, American Fiasco, which is about the 1998 U.S. World Cup team. And uh, I talked to Roger for an episode of that that will be coming out. We'll also release that in the Freakonomics Radio stream at some point. So between Footy for Two, Men and Blazers... And I'm not sure, we talked about this a little bit, are we going to release our full interview on Footy for Two? Yes, we, oh, sorry, yes. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we can release our full interview on Footy for Two and yeah, right. on Freakonomics Radio, yeah. we're going to put it out. I mean, no, we, we're not putting my full interview on Freakonomics, right? It, we're going to put it out in the feed yeah. uh, for like the premium okay, feed right. so uh, the super fans can get it. Yeah. yeah. So we could, But we can put that out in Footy for Two awesome. as well. Yeah. Um, Solomon, got, it's always got, a pleasure. I got the ending, I got Let, the ending. Let's hear what you got. At the World Cup, we'll miss a red, red, red white, and blue. Oh, it's I'm not so sad I was one. stuttering. It's footy, it's footy for two. For two. Can't wait for you. the cup. Nice to talk to you, brother.